Yeah, hello everybody, my name is Ken Fallon, and I'm at OddCamp, and I'm here with Tony Hughes. Tony, can you tell me how you got into Linux? Uh, yeah, well, basically, uh, about five or six years ago, I uh, just started getting into building uh, or rebuilding old PCs from donated equipment and giving them away uh, again on uh, FreeCycle. And if you know anything about FreeCycle, both in the UK and, and America, uh, it's a way of recycling uh, equipment or things that people no longer want to use them for themselves again. Uh, but one of the rules is that you've got to uh, be legal. And to give away computer equipment again that's working, uh, you've got to have some operating system on it. And a lot of the um, pieces of equipment I had didn't have a Windows license or anything, so I was looking at a way of having a, a PC that was fully up and running uh, and legal, and uh, Linux was the way to do it. So you got into this, you didn't even know that there was options available to run another operating system? Uh, yes, I had heard of Linux. Uh, for a few years I'd been subscribing to a magazine that had a Linux uh, section in it, um, Micromart in the UK, and they'd had an introduction to Linux page and I'd started reading about it, but I'd not actually dabbled or tried to install it on anything myself. I suppose I should take a step back and uh, talk about the FreeCycle project. What is that and where did it start and how do you get involved? Uh, FreeCycle's an international movement. Uh, they've got web pages in both the UK and America. Uh, in, in England, uh, the FreeCycle movement's actually uh, split and this FreeCycle and what they call Freegal. Uh, but basically it's a network of uh, local groups that uh, recycle um, anything from an old ashtray that someone's thinking about throwing away uh, to cars, motorbikes, whatever you want to give away for nothing. They'll, they'll, uh, you can post, put a post on a website and if someone wants it they'll send you an email and say can you consider me for this and then you make a choice and give it to uh, whoever you want to. That's a fantastic idea. Okay, so you have all these PCs uh, knocking around, then what happens? Uh, well, basically what I did, uh, I started fixing them up, getting them working, making sure that they were back in usable order, and I started to in, uh, install uh, Ubuntu, or at that time, because the equipment uh, was rather old and low spec, uh, mainly it was ex-Ubuntu. Uh, so I'd get them back up and running, uh, install the software, tweak it so that they'd run the DVD, if it had a DVD player it'd play DVDs and MP3s and things like that. This was uh, prior to the more modern uh, Ubuntu installs where you can press a button and get them installed out of the box. Um, test them, make sure they were working and then I'd put a post on the website and say I've got a computer to give away, anyone want it and then they'd, they'd email me and I'd make a decision who to give it to. And was it uh, tech people who would get the computers or was it just general people who, who would like a computer? Uh, actually, more often than not, it was people who were maybe wanting a second computer for the kids, you know, so that they could get internet access and maybe do a bit of homework on that kind of thing. So free software was ideal with it. At the time, Open Office, LibreOffice or whatever, you know, a few of the games show people uh, that free software could do a lot of the things that Microsoft and other people do and charge your fortune for. So I guess the, the main question is, did you get uh, kickback from the people when the, when the computer arrived and it wasn't running Windows? 
Very rarely, actually. I had one person that uh, admitted to me a little while later, and it was actually one of the moderators of the local free cycle group. I donated her a PC because hers blew up. Uh, and then a couple of months later, I went round and she'd actually installed Windows on it. But uh, in the large, no. Most people, uh, I, I gave them a five or ten minute introduction to it, showed them how to access things, and said, look, if you have any problems with it, contact me. And no, not, not a problem. Uh, how do you know they didn't all replace it with an illegal copy of Windows? Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't say that. All I know is I didn't get many tech calls to say it doesn't work. I did get one or two emails to say thank you very much for the PC. The kids love it. They're enjoying the free software, or whatever. But uh, well, that kind of proves it's still running, I guess. Yeah. Job well done. So, what uh, do you have any future plans for uh, for the project? Um, well, at the moment, I'm not doing so much of it because uh, basically real life's taken over. I'm now working full time again, but. Uh, in a way, the offshoot of that is I've joined my local Linux user group in Blackpool uh, and we've now got a thriving uh, little community of about eight to ten of us and we go around the northwest and promote free software and Ubuntu and various other Linux distributions. We're involved in Ucubed uh, in Manchester that uh, happens once a year. We've also got involved in other free software projects like on Free Software Day they have a, an event in Manchester and we were involved in that last year. And a link to that will be in the show notes. Um, anything else that you'd like to share with our HBR audience? Uh, I can't think of anything just off the top of my head at the moment, but uh, it's interesting to be able to share knowledge of uh, how you um, can share your experience of using free and open source software. So, uh, you know, it's just a pleasure to be able to pass that back on to the community. Okay, Johnny, thanks very much. And uh, thanks for doing the show. And ladies and gentlemen, you can tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike, 3.0 license.